opinions expressed during this podcast are conversational in nature and expressed for comedic purposes. Not all the facts will be correct. This podcast and the incoherent rantings within are often satirical and for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. Not sure. Take my keys. Lefty Bones coming to you from Kansas City, burning foxtail down in Dallas, and our special correspondent live from wherever in Arizona you are. Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Arizona is the good Dr. Junk. Gentlemen, how are we doing this evening? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, it's, it's game day weekend or whatever we want to call it. It's Red Friday actually for us. I'm ready to go, man. I'm pumped up. Junk. We're excited. Just let's get right on into what you got going on. Like, fill us in on what happened. When did you get in town? What the hell are you doing down there? And what, what is going? Why there? are you there? Scottsdale. Why are you there? So I am podcasting from a remote location today. <laughs> As Chris Christopher said, I am in Scottsdale, Arizona. I am at the site of Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Uh, I will be in attendance at Super Bowl Fifty Seven on Sunday. Yeah. And I'm super excited. I'm a little intoxicated, and I got I got in about three or four hours ago. Yeah, I'm ready to go. They they uh so this trip costs quite a bit of money. So they're giving us free beer. I don't know if you call it free beer since it paid quite a bit of money. It costs uh, quite a bit of money. Yeah. Right, right. So every <laughs> my my hotel is a, is a resort. It's not a hotel. I don't know what the difference is, except everything is like it doesn't go up. You know how a normal hotel goes up? You've got like four or five floors. This one is only two levels, but it's very spread out. So to go get my free beer, I have to walk like 10 minutes to go get it. But I've done it about four times. I go and get another beer, and then I walk back, and I go get another beer, and then I walk back. It's the price you got to pay for free beer. Can you get Man, more than one? Steps in, get your steps in, getting free beer. Can you like a lot of uh, two at a time? One beer at a time, two beers at a time, can you double fist them? Yeah, can you get... Uh, I'm just taking one beer at a time. There's another beer in the fridge because my, my brother is, is asleep. My, my, my brother's <laughs> taking a nap. There's another beer in the fridge I can grab. There you go. Lots of, like, I'm assuming the majority of the people that are at that resort are there for the Super Bowl also, so you're getting red and green flavors. Uh, this is supposed to be a Chiefs hotel. Okay. Uh, I did see one or two people in Eagles stuff. They must have maybe booked on their own. Told me to fuck out. Yeah, we have one plane that was full of Chiefs fans. It equaled three buses. So three buses came here. They all loaded off with Chiefs fans. People were doing. Was it rowdy on the plane? People like like doing shots and getting all fucking fired up. So it was free alcohol on the plane. Uh, Yeah. I didn't drink because, you know, with my tiny bladder, I didn't want to have to pee on the plane. Right, right. Pussy. But, but everyone else was drinking. People were doing the tomahawk chop. You know, when we landed, they said, touchdown, Kansas City. You know, They're like uh, doing rails off the armrests and fucking in the bathrooms and stuff. That sounds I mean, like a good time. If you guys would have came on the flight, maybe, but uh, I didn't see any of that. No. Oh, that's too bad. That that's is too bad. Yeah, I got to keep your eyes peeled for stuff like that. They're very clandestine when it comes to that. I was actually trying to listen to our previous 
podcast and I downloaded it before I left, but it would still not play even though I downloaded it. It made no fucking sense. That sounds like user error. We need to contact an IT professional. That's the problem with doctors. They really don't always know a lot about computers. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they don't know how to write bad handwriting. Terrible handwriting. Terrible handwriting. Almost all doctors I've ever seen. Scientists, too. So we're going to come back around. We're going to touch some more on the Super Bowl thing that's going on. But I wanted to I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, speaking of scientists, this is an older story, but it checks out. Scientists uh, have been working on a, a toilet actually since 2001 that can identify the user of the toilet by their uh, butthole signature. The balloon knot? Yeah, like a retinal scan, you know, you'll see in like James Bond movies or Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven had the retinal scan to get to the safe. This one, it's like that, but with with your butthole. So the chocolate starfish, it has its own, it has its own print, like a fingerprint. Is that what's going on? That's crazy. That's, that is the impression that I'm getting. Yes, it's unique, and I was wanting to know from the good doctor because I, I kind of narrowed it down that maybe. Maybe you're a proctologist, and that's why you don't want to tell us what kind of doctor you are. But I wanted your thoughts on the unique, you know, blowhole pattern. I mean, not a proctologist. I was going to actually ask you, Chris, because you've seen way more buttholes than me. Are they, is not every butthole created equal? They're different? Well, of all the different buttholes I've seen, and there are myriad buttholes, <laughs> uh, I've found them to be like snowflakes. Yeah, they're all unique. And they're all special in their own little way. And yeah, that's, just like with, that too. that's just with the naked eye. So if you were to tie a, my naked eye with their naked eye, but if you were to get a computer involved in it, yeah, I could see that, oh, there's definitely going to be enough irregularities between buttholes. Yeah, we could be identified. I mean, we the only thing I have to say is they all feel the same. They don't all feel the same, actually. Oh, that is correct. Okay. No. Yeah, you got some that have roids in there, so you, know, you might get a little hump and a bump in that, a little kicker. See, that, that's why I don't kicker play for your liquor. with those. Like, there's too much stuff that could be going wrong down there. Like, I, uh, like, that's like a, that's like a, a landmine, you know? Like, nothing, nothing, nothing good's gonna come from that. Like, uh, mm, So that'd no. be like God taking his, like, gigantic tongue and licking it across the landfill on Earth? Yeah, Jesus. I mean, that was his son. Did you just say God licked Jesus' butthole? I don't understand what happened. No, 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 no. I was just trying to say, I was just like, is it it just as bad as imagining a gigantic (laughs) God with his tongue licking, like just grazing it across a a good landfill? I don't know a few around here in Texas that, you know, that would be. I'm just wondering if that was, is that how you envision it? Like a landmine. I, I wouldn't think as, of it being like explosive unless you're thinking like diarrhea or something getting on you. All right. So when I think of tossing salad or, or he does frequently think about what? it, at least think no. about it. No, yes. I don't. I, I just, I don't know. You know, when you guys poop and you wipe your butt and every time you wipe your butt, something comes on the toilet paper. Sure. Yeah. Like every time it's never a hundred percent white clean there's always something on there unless it doesn't matter if you wipe it twice doesn't matter if you wipe it 10 times something is always coming off it's like uh it's like a marker it doesn't matter how many times you swipe that marker on the paper something is writing on the paper you got what so uh -uh. you got some greasy shit i'm not putting my tongue on something that always has something on it 
So you may be wondering why did they develop a camera that could identify you by your butthole? And there is a scientific reason for this. They're actually, we're working on collecting stool samples and it, rather than have to go speak to people face to face each time and be like, oh, well, now we've seen it's you, Vernon. Now we're going to go look at, oh, look at that loose stool you've got, or it's very fibrous, or it's a floater. They're just, uh, you go into the bathroom, they've scanned your butthole, they know it's you, and then every time you go in, they can they can get all sorts of different things. They're looking at uh, the consistency of the stool, volume, clarity, color, different things like how do you sit on the toilet, how long are you there. They can also collect urine samples and do urinalysis at the same time. It's actually a huge step forward for the medical field. I'm surprised you're not more excited about this. I, it's data collection. I mean, that's for sure. It feels like an invasion of privacy. I oh, think. absolutely. Any kind of data collection is. Also, here's the thing: is it's like they always with technology and doing everything like this. I don't. They, a lot of times, this is the very last thing they ever think about, and it's security. So, I'm worried about who else is going to get a hold of that butthole print of mine and and everything. You know, I get their their idea. They want to, to help expedite with the doctors and all this and that, but somebody can hack hack into my, my poop warehouse and, and take all of my asshole information. You know what I mean? <laughs> they can sell... Highly sought after asshole information it is as well. Yeah, they can sell your asshole information on the dark it, web. It just like you puts you out there. You China, don't China's hey. going to want to know. Yeah, that's right. I, I just have to say, uh, I know we're 10 minutes into this, and our, our listener can't see us, but I just noticed that both of you have backgrounds that I've never seen before. I don't think, I think that's new. It is. We were trying something out. I started it. I'm glad you finally noticed. We were seeing how long it took. It took 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it took 10 you, minutes. You can tell it's always been day drinking. It took him 12 minutes to be like, well, wait, what's all the bright, flashy Yeah, why, did, why is this? The only thing is, is I do notice that mine has a shitty green tint to it. So that is not, I'm not trying to give off anything other than, if you notice the red is in front of the green. So, haha, see what I'm doing there? Chris, this is, this is like the uh, 20th Red Friday of the year. We, we do these like every Friday. Yes. And you never fucking have a red shirt on. And so far, it's gotten us through 14 wins, three losses, regular season. An MVP campaign by Patrick Mahomes. Two playoff wins. We're in the Super Bowl again. Should I start now? Is now the time to start? You want me to start? Okay, no, no, no. You make a valid point. Do you want me to go get my Mahomes jersey and put it on right now? Do you think that's going to be good or bad for the team? Stay no, with what right, you're doing, bud. Right. I sold exactly uh, right. I missed the first Red Friday. We won. I was like, I'm sticking with no Red Friday for me for this season. All right. I actually appreciate that. I, I tell t- time i still blame her for game seven of the world series against the giants yeah. because she bought a hat right. like, she bought a hat she never wears a hat ever have you ever seen <laughs> wear a hat no she bought a hat before game seven she wore it to game seven and we lost and i told her that i'll never forgive her for that it was her her and madison bumgarner combined yeah. to make us lose that game well speaking of bums and sticking with buttholes i found so the color bus or the uh, rainbow bus that we're going to go visit in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes. All right. When we are done there, the next stop we have got to make, we need to get 
up to Lansing, Michigan on May the 20th, okay? Why? Because the Deja Vu Showgirls Club, the Deja Vu Club in Lansing, Michigan, is holding a competition. $1,000 in cash prizes for the prettiest butthole in Michigan competition. Okay. <laughs> Who's grading this? $1,000, huh? $1,000. So this is, the, we're just like uh, piggybacking off of what we are just talking about, like butthole retinal scans. Is this, like, is this women this only? This is literally, they're, they're, they're just... It doesn't say anything about gender details. So I was, I wanted to be there to observe, but also, I think I've got a pretty cute little brown on Okay. Myself. You wanted so, to enter. I was thinking about, thinking about entering yeah. in this bad boy. Wow, though. And I want you guys there to support Oh, I'll me. absolutely support I'll be there all day. I am not going Oh, to this. junk, man. I'm going to throw that out there I'll right be there now. for you, Lefty. I will not be in attendance because this sounds terrible. I'll be there with. I'll be there for you, bud. I just someone, you someone is going to pull down their pants, and there's going to be a dingleberry hanging out of somebody's butthole on the stage. Woo! That's a possibility. I'm going to go out on a limb, and this is... This is crazy, but stick with me. I am under the impression that the majority, if not all, of the competitors will be women, and that the women that are entering probably not going to have hairy asses. There may be some outliers. No, but what about the chick that thinks she doesn't have a hairy asshole? She's like, oh, I have the best asshole. And she gets up there, and she has a fucking hairy-ass asshole. I feel like only she only got one side of her asshole waxed, and the other side's all... Just skunk course, stripe. Like it's the big old skunk stripe down that. <laughs> just like it's stop, like a hard she stop, is. and then the barrier just kind of goes up through the rest. It's like whoa, shit. <laughs> you can tell where uh, they stopped the subdivision. <laughs> I did look the other day. I I decided at to. buttholes. You looked at buttholes the other day. It uh, it does. It is this color. Ah, your pubes are the same color as your beard hair. Yeah. yeah. Man, that, yeah, I don't even know what episode know, that goes back to. That goes back, wow, that goes way back. That's a way back right there. I'll have to look that up and, and edit that in. I'll do a little edit so, in, a little boop. Oh. So now I've got a picture of you, <laughs> a mental picture, like in the mirror. You're looking at your beard. You're looking at your pubes. Looking at your beard. Evan. And then you like bend over and spread your butt cheeks and you're looking back at the mirror. Just make sure your butt looks over. No, you do that. No, I didn't look at my butthole like that. I oh. think the butthole is dark. I think the ones above my pe my penis, those mm -hmm. are this color. I think it's funny that drunk junk doesn't use euphemisms. <laughs> Sober junk would have been like the hair above yeah. my mustache. Right. Yeah, it's like the uh, the last episode where it was just like, uh, <laughs> well, at least uh, you know, with her being so small, uh, you know, I'll I'll be, you know, I'll be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> what one last story about buttholes and really this this one i need my junk input here so apparently renowned butthole aaron Rodgers, is contemplating his future in or out of the nfl and he plans to do it while uh he's going to consider his future during a darkness retreat do you have any more information for us on that junk this story is fucking crazy to me. It says says that he is going to go on a darkness retreat for four days. He's going to be. What's a darkness retreat? 
he's going to be in a room in complete darkness for four days. And supposedly it can do to your mind what DMT does, uh, but it's like natural DMT. I don't know. The fucking, the fucking shit is crazy to me. Like, I feel if you put me in a dark room, I'd, I would be able to go to sleep for about six, seven hours. And then when I woke up, I would, I would want to get the fuck out. And, you know, like, even if he stayed awake, how do you know what day it is? How do you know what time it is? You're in complete darkness with your thoughts. You have well, no... That kind of the point that you, you are disassociating from, like, time and inconsequential things like that and really getting into your inner Wiccan Aaron Rodgers. You know who did this to him? Because he wasn't like this. You know who did this to him was that Shailene Woodley? Shailene Woodley? That hippie chick got him drinking ayahuasca and fucking eating peyote and going on darkness retreats. Yeah, I mean, my question would be to you guys. Could you be in a dark room for four days with no cell phone, no TV? I mean, nothing. Just you and your thoughts for four days in complete darkness. Could you do that? No, and also, like, I don't know if they've released or what on this. Like, I get the point of what's going on, but you still need to eat and you still got to do those kind of things or whatever, so... Well, they, they supposedly slide him his food through a okay. slot in the door, like right. prison, I guess. They they open the slot, they slide his food in, and he eats I it. have watched several, uh, you know, of course, you know, YouTubers out there, they've done... I've seen, not four days, but I've seen uh, one dude do at least 24 hours like that. Four days, though? I don't know. I don't know. I, one day, 24 hours, is every, anybody can do that. Anybody can do 24 hours. That's not a problem. But four days, though. I, I don't know if I could do 24 hours. Like, my mind, myself with my thoughts, like, Chris has anxiety. I have anxiety. Like, I can barely, I have trouble falling asleep at night because my mind, I just start thinking about shit, and then I spiral, and I just, like, go down. I wonder if that falls like, into, like, the, uh, claustrophobia. Even though you're not in a tight space, right? Just think of about just it being, like, just the darkness aspect of it. Like, I wonder if that so triggers... Is it, pitch black, is it pitch black darkness, or is it just, like, dimly lit? It's supposed to be pitch black, from what I've read. Okay, so, could I do it? Yes, because I believe we we can do so much more than what we think we can if we don't have an option. Listen to me. Could I do it? Yes. Would I want to do it? Absolutely fucking not. Would I come out of it better than I went in? Absolutely fucking not. No, that's going to be terrible. That's going to... Yeah, I'm going to go to a bad place. I'm going to be taking off, trying to take both of my arms off and put them someplace warm. And yeah, the claustrophobia is going to be a thing. The lack of like body awareness and spatial awareness and everything and the... Ah, well, no, I feel like you're, I feel like at a certain point, point, everything is going to be like my background here. You're going to get that night vision thing going on. Like When you're in the darkness, you start to get... Unless this is like a, a straight up stick him in a completely black room with a bed and whatever. I don't understand. I don't really get this. I think this is a PR thing. Honestly, I think it's just a little juggle around kind of deal. Because isn't he like known as like the bad boy as of late because of the COVID stuff? And then he's also an older quarterback. How old is he now? He's like 38. Old. But he has, in the last couple of years, kind of gone off the deep end doing hallucinations. Well, that's what I mean. Like and... This just falls into that. 
it just falls into that kind of thing, honestly. And if he is going to go into a dark place, he he's not going to be doing it sober. <laughs> go back to, so this is going to take a little bit of a trip in the way back machine for you guys. Did you guys watch True Blood? Junk, I know you did. Matt, did you watch True Blood? Comp Troller. Yep. Comp Troller watched that True Blood. So okay, you remember Jason? Jason Stackhouse though. So he's a little brother, Jason, right? Or big brother? I don't even fuck. Big little brother. Anyway, he was like straight edge i'm not messing with that v juice he didn't want anything to do with the vamp blood right but then he met that little seductress who came along and was like we can just try a little we can just do a little bit jason and next thing you know boom off the deep end all hopped up on v juice bad thing that's that shailene shy what is her name shailene shailene woodley woodley shailene whatever her name is this is on her and I know that they've split up, but she like introduced him to this this whole thing, and then just like buggered on off out of town. And what do you know? Now he's he's in too deep. Is that a girlfriend or something that he had? I didn't... He should have stuck with good old fashioned, down home Southern girl Danica Patrick, where all he was worried about was like drinking light beer and eating fucking fried chicken and waffles. So Kansas City legend, and really, I mean sports legend in general george toma who uh, is known as the sod father around these parts he's been working for the kansas city chiefs for or worked for the kansas city chiefs for 26 years and has been a part of the groundskeeping crew of every single super bowl ever is once again on the scene in glendale arizona overseeing the maintenance and the preparation of the Super Bowl field, which I think is pretty kick-ass. At 96 years old. 96. Cane in hand. Yeah, so you know uh, Lamar Hunt Jr., I guess, is the current CEO and chairman of the Chiefs? Uh, Clark Hunt was. Clark. Okay, right. yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I've been okay. drinking. Clark Hunt, CEO and chairman of the Chiefs. Lamar what? Hunt, his dad. Yes. Uh, so his wife, Norma Hunt, who is Clark's mom yes that's right it's like, it's like one of five people to attend to have attended every single super bowl really and she is coming this sunday really yeah she's like 98 years old or something like that so we're gonna have 98 year old martha hunt is that what you said norma norma, norma. very grandma and, uh, name yeah, and 96-year-old George Toma representing Kansas City down there. That's that's kick-ass. It's like almost two centuries worth of badassery right there. When it comes to lawns yeah. and anything like that, anytime. It, it all stemmed from George Toma. Old Papa old Papa V. Foxtail used to point him out every time we go to Royals. He'd be taking care of Royals Stadium, everything. Both stadiums. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, yeah. groundskeeper in Maculato. Yep. No, he was, uh, he's actually been inducted into the Royals Hall of Fame. And, like, little little baby aside here, a little, little 15 minutes of fame over this way, um, we actually, Matthew, we went to, to school with his granddaughters. Who were they? I don't even know if you I, knew who, that. Who were they? <laughs> Brandy Toma, and I don't remember the little one's name. Hmm. I'll have oh, yeah. to check the yearbooks on that. A few, like a few years, a few years older and a few years younger. Uh, so George's son, uh, Chip, at least for a long time, lived in Grain Valley, which is where 
Vernon and I went to high school and just right next door where Joe went to high school as well. So, yeah, the Toma family, the Toma crew, very, very local for us, even like down to the correct proper suburb. Very proud of him for being down there. Just pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. He's still down there doing work. And it also gives me like a little bit of peace in my soul because we know that that playing surface earlier in the season when the Chiefs were there was not up to par. Harrison Butker, ankle went wonky. Uh, I think Sky Moore also had a thing happen. No? Trent McDuffie. Trent McDuffie, that's right. McDuffie had a thing. So with George being there, at least maybe he's been able to get things. You know he's done some work. You know he's made things better. Hopefully he's got it all the way prime and ready for the big game on Sunday, which brings us to it. What are we going to see on Sunday? Well, first of all, I would like to know, how how bad would you want to sit down with George Toma and just talk to him about grass? Well, no, I mean, like a lot. Like, absolutely, yeah, no, for sure. First of all, if you're sitting down with a man like George Toma, you're not calling it grass, okay? It's fucking turf, <laughs> all right? I don't grow grass, I grow turf. <laughs> I don't grow grass in my yard, I grow turf in my lawn. That's okay? what's up. That's how I've always viewed it. I love it. <laughs> we got to make sure we get our burgers right because that's a man you go down and be like, oh, George, tell me how to grow my grass better. He's going to be like, you know what, son? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> He's not going to stand for that, that Bush League bullshit. Absolutely not. No, but that'd be amazing to All sit right, down so. with old Toma and be like, trying to get that yard right, baby. Just trying to get that yard right. You know what's funny, though, is that you know, I'm a cool season grass guy, a cool season lawn guy, turf guy. And you would think with Arrowhead being where it is here in Kansas City, it's a, you know, it's a transition zone, primarily cool season turf. But they actually, uh, Arrowhead has Bermuda grass on the field. It's a, it's a southern grass. That's interesting. Which even more, even more amazing that they're able to maintain it that way. Now, they Open. do have the heat. They have the heat underneath the field which is what helps keep that soil nice and warm so that bermuda grass can thrive during the cold season that's the trick but yeah i i assumed it was probably like a maybe like a ryegrass like a perennial ryegrass or something but no bermuda i found to be fascinating sexy so, grass oh quite yes quite yeah, i don't think i don't think you and me could grow that chris no, no not no. without putting not without heating our lawn all, all year round that's just not going to work out at all we would have green turf for three months out of the year, probably. Maybe. Those would be excellent cl- questions for you guys to ask Toma on a, on a sit down. Like, man, what would what oh, would absolutely. be the best yes. for me for my my yard, my house? I'll perch there in Grand Valley proper, in the valley, not the not upstairs where my parents are at, up on the cliff. Yeah, down here in the valley. You guys proper. got better sediment down there. It's actually just all clay. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> junk has got it's junk so should bad. have a little bit more. That's churned up. All that has been churned up and moved around. So junk should have a better response in his soil over there. Oh yeah, I, I would think so. Would think oh so. yeah, my yard puts Chris's to shame. So I would say probably. Yeah, so. Chris was still part of the, the fact that you continue to call it a yard. Pretty much speaks to it. Hey, though. you're you're part of the Gilda House expansion. An impermanent thing. My lawn, on the other hand, is a permanent. You're thing. part of the Gilda House expansion <laughs> though, where your area is, isn't it? Oh yeah, isn't that like part? Wasn't that part of the Gilded House property at that point? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of yeah, course, yeah. it's clay. Yeah, everything, everything from like uh, the roundabout down there 
north and then east all the way over to Buckner Tarzney. That's all. It was all like his big-ass backyard at one point in time. So to get back to your original question, which was, which was what do we think is going to happen in the Super Bowl? Yeah, what's going to happen in the Super Bowl? Uh, I will tell you what's going to happen in the Super you're, Bowl. You're going to tell not your theory, but like this is it. I can't wait. It has a caveat to it. If if we get a lead, if we come out and get a lead, ten to nothing, seven to nothing, thirteen to three, something like that, we're gonna roll. We're gonna win. Okay. Jalen hurts. Jalen hurts can't play from behind. They're a running team. They won't be able to run their offense. I think we're gonna get ahead and we're gonna win. And I think we're gonna roll. I think it's gonna be like thirty four twenty one. Yeah, I think you might have hit the nail on the head with your last. Damn, 34, I think you said that on the last 34, episode. 34, 20, yeah, 34, 24, something like that. I think we're going to win by double digits. Wow. I think Mahomes will be the MVP. Now, if they if the Eagles get out to a lead and can just run the ball, that's not good for us. Uh, I mean, I still like our chances because we have Mahomes, and he's used to coming back from behind. But I think it would be a much closer game than maybe we win 24-23 or – 27 24 you know something like that I, I do think we win either way 27 24 my heart ain't gonna be able to handle that <laughs> i mean how do you think i feel i'm gonna be in the stadium i like, would I rather think, like pass yeah. out dead in arizona uh, off of like a, a panic attack on that than than just here in dallas to be honest why are you gonna put that in my mind why are you gonna <laughs> put that in my mind i'm gonna be the first there's gonna be a news story on monday on good morning america about the first person who ever died from a panic attack at the and i can already see the headline Junk from the podcast, not sure, take my keys, had a panic attack. Oh, that'd be good for you guys. That'd be good for you guys. It's like, a, like give you guys like a Kurt Cobain boost, you know? Hey, like, no, no news is bad news, man. You know? <laughs> That'll finally put us on the map. Like the NIFA people will all of a sudden right. start flooding us and be like, oh shit. Like no, nobody gave a shit who Amy Winehouse was until she died. You know? All of a sudden. Well, that's not fair. I like I liked Amy Winehouse just fine before she died. Name me one song by Amy Winehouse. Rehab. Okay. I, I don't know if that's true. Is that true? Shut the fuck up. Of course it's true. <laughs> There's a lot of, I guess they're trying to do a docu-series or something on her, and people are having some flack about it. Yeah, people are mad because the person they cast doesn't look like her. Now, Ana de Armas doesn't look like Marilyn Monroe either, but yeah, it worked out. Yeah, exactly. Slap the blonde wig on her, and it was like, oh, fine. Hot. Okay, um, good. So we got Junk. What was it, 30, 34, 21? 34-21, final answer. Vernon, what do you got? Final score. What's the prediction? Oh, man. I see us in the 30, yeah. So I'll be like 31 to 7. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> I'm oh, smelling man, a bunch of picks and some be... fuck-ups by the big game on the on the boys out there on the on the Philly end, man. I've, oh, that's man. Like a, that's I'll, like be a... wearing, I'll be wearing some motherfuckers <laughs> if it's 31-7. I'm gonna get mur- I'm gonna get murdered out there. Yeah, that's, a- that's like a Kansas City legend, Bob Fesco. Bob Fesco on the morning show. He always predicts 35-0, Give me a second though. Let me explain why I say this. The last time we made it to the big game, what happened to us? We got beat by what was the score on that game? 31-9. No, but what I'm saying though, what I'm saying though is like I'm looking, I'm looking at that, I'm looking at that kind of thing right there, to where it's like it might not be the goat, but it'd be like Hurts, you are Brady tonight, and we're just gonna go ahead and just get revenge, even though you're not the Buccaneers. 
So that's pretty much why I kind of shoot. I'm shooting for a high belt on that. Trust me, I'm scared. Dude, I don't want no. I like it. I don't want no 24 or 27 shit. I hope it's true. I hope to God it's true. All right, Chris, what you got? So I think it's going to go one of two ways, but it would definitely be bitch of me to, to give both predictions. I think there's a chance that it gets pretty wide open scoring one. From I really whose do. perspective? From both teams' perspective. I think there's a chance it gets pretty wide open both ways. I don't think there's any way they blow us out. No, wide no, open. So what are you looking at number-wise? No, no, Numbers. No, no, no. All right, final projection. I'm going 42 to 17. Wow. Chiefs, I think right? Chiefs. 47. Has anybody even done that in a Super Bowl? You didn't say Chiefs. Yeah, 42-17, Chiefs are going to win. I don't nice. think – look, everybody's all rock hard about the Eagles' defensive line, and they're great. They're really good defensive line. We have some issues at tackle. So, oh, we got to get the ball out fast. Well, guess what? We can do that. And you know why doing we can do that? Doing it all year. Been doing it all year. They've got a great defensive line. They've got good corners. They've got trash linebackers and safeties. Well, who's got to try to cover Travis Kelsey? Oh, yeah, that's right. Those trash linebackers and safeties. So Who's either they're going to let him Jared go. McKinnon out of the backfield? Nobody. No one. Nobody. Nobody. They're going to try to go. They either got to try to one-on-one Kelsey with some trash coverage guy who's not a coverage guy, or they're going to bracket him. If they bracket him, then exactly. you got Pacheco and McKinnon leaking out of the backfield. You've got the motion man, which would probably be Kadarius Tony. I would assume. He looks like he's going to be healthy. Kadarius Tony coming around. He's going to be wide open on swing passes. They're bracketing Kelsey. I think there's an opportunity for us to have one of those games where we just score a touchdown every fucking possession. A couple things here. Jalen Hurts, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL against the Blitz. Number two, Jalen Hurts, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, trailing in the second half. If we have the lead in the second half, we should be golden. Also, you know we're going to be blitzing. We're going to be blitzing like crazy. Right. We well, are for sure. blitz like crazy. And the other thing, just think about it. Just think to yourself. When, you, when you're thinking about a game, let's say it's between the fucking... Charlie Rogers. I don't know. Uh, the, Dolph- the Dolphins and the Broncos. You know, whatever. Name two fucking teams. The first two hey, things I... Shittier teams? But okay, I'm go just ahead. saying, just the first two things I always do is I think of which team has the better coach uh-huh. and which team has the better quarterback. Uh-oh. What I'm going to take I'm going to take that team 9 out of 10 times. And the Chiefs and the Eagles, who has the better coach? Chiefs. Big Red. Who has the better quarterback? Chiefs. Yeah. That's not even being biased. Also Mahomes is like 8 and 1 in his career against top ranked yeah. defenses. The number one we've already beat the number one defense in the NFL twice this year. Right. And right. neither one of them were even close games. We spanked the Bucks. We beat the shit out of them. And that's in the AFC. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just also you got the Andy Reid factor. I think they're going to want want to win one for the Gipper, you know, because the Eagles fired him, you know, that kind of thing. Like there's there's just a lot of stuff on our side. We have a lot more experience in the Super Bowl than they do. To me, honestly, we should win. And if we don't, we failed. What I think is interesting about this, and they were discussing this today on another Kansas City radio program, Cody and Gold, they're down there on the uh, radio row or whatever, 
doing interviews, but they were talking about this today. I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I said, if we don't win, we fail. We oh, should've. yes. Okay, got it. So this year was, in a lot of ways, kind of supposed to be not necessarily a rebuilding year, but kind of a transition year, right? Tyree kills in. We're bringing in, like, these receivers off the street. We don't really know. Look at the receiving core we have for the Super Bowl. Those guys are going to – Juju, first year with the team. MBS, first year with the team. Kadarius Tony, half the year with the team. Sky Moore, first year with the team. Watson, first year with the team. We have no guys with any kind of experience with the team. Chris, all, we have Travis rookies. Kelsey still. We do have Travis Kelsey, but we have like almost an entire rookie or first year with the team secondary, except for Juan Thornhill. And yet, yeah. somehow, it's all just fucking working. Yeah, I was actually being a little like facetious. Like, you know, all these fucking trolls on Twitter, they're like, oh, Mahomes has Tyreek and Travis, blah, blah, blah. Now they don't have Tyreek. It's like, oh, but he has the best tight end of all time. Yeah, I mean, the two go together. He's the best tight end of all time because, because he has Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. Right. You know, like, they, they work together. He was pretty know? good. He was pretty good with Alex Smith. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But, <laughs> right, you know, it – uh, fucking people make me mad, man. Like I Dr. Junk, make me mad. Dr. Junk ain't feeling this, man. Mm-mm. Last prediction I want to know about. I feel like there's gonna be a Chiefs player that's gonna surprise you. You're gonna have an uncharacteristic, maybe not an uncharacteristic. There's gonna be a Chiefs player that's gonna win this game for us. That's not one of those dudes. One of these guys that kind of flies under the radar a little bit. It's gonna, gonna, gonna win this game for us. Who's it gonna be? So I have. Two players Go ahead. that I think not necessarily going to win the game for us, but that mm-hmm. will make big plays in the game. Number one would be Mike Dana on the defensive okay. line. All right. I think he, I think he's going to get a big sack at some point in the game. That dude on third downs when they move him into the inside, he mm-hmm. he, he does good pressure. So I could really see noticed him like really noticed it against the Bengals. He was really causing yeah. a lot of trouble in there. I think he could get a big sack in the game. And the other one I would say would be Noah Gray. I bet he makes a big reception at some point in the game, you know, because their their linebackers, like we've talked about, are not very good. And they'll probably double Kelsey. And I think they'll probably leave that guy open. And I think he'll make a big catch. I don't, don't, you know, I don't think he's going to win us the game, but I think he'll make a big catch in the game. All right. Vernon, what do you got? What do we all think old Jason Kelsey is going to do? Is he going to do some – you gonna do some crazy center center sneakies on us, or I don't know. I have no idea. This is the brother Super Bowl here. We're not talking about the two quarterbacks yeah, I will, either. I will say I've watched the last couple episodes of their podcast. Those motherfuckers are funny, man. Yeah, we should have them on sometime. See if they're as funny as we are. I will send a text message and see what I can do. But they have, they have a very good podcast. It's something it's something to strive for. Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. All right, so. My dark horse picks. You ready? I'm going to take two also, since you took two. I'm going to take two. I think that the potential exists that we come out in a little bit more, not a lot, but a little bit more base 4-3 defense. I think Leo Chanel is going to stick his nose in on a play or two. Maybe make a couple tackles for loss. I think he's going to force a fumble this game. I think Leo Chanel is going to force a fumble. I think that's a terrible, terrible terrible. Chalk it up. (laughs) That dude is going to play... Six snaps I mean, it's down. 
and he's going to make three tackles for loss with one force. I mean, this is recorded, so I it's hope, on tape. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Number two, Jordy Fortson. So uh, it's actually still the same tight end thing, but I think it's going to be Jordy Fortson is going to make. He's going to catch a touchdown pass. I could take that. Like if they line some small corner against him, just do like a little fade or something. Like yeah, I could see that. They're, everybody's talking about our, our thirteen personnel. We come out with one back and and three, and three tight ends. Here's another little single game parlay kind of weird bet. I bet we come out in 23 personnel for a handful of plays. We've got Pacheco, McKinnon, and all three tight ends on the field at the same time. Oof. I am very curious to see, like, what trick play happens. You know there's going to be some well, kind of trick that's the formation play. that the trick play comes like out Like the carousel. Of. What do you think? Do you think uh, three tight ends and we're – I'm not going to try think to think an offensive lineman could catch a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know if it's the time for that. If they if they practice if they're practicing this in the deep darkness of of their practice chambers, hey baby, you know what I mean? When else you all season long, all season long, you can fantasize and play this play over and over and over again and then you finally make it to the big day. Sometimes I feel like the Chiefs do that. The carousel thing, that that was a build up. Andy Reid likes to some sometimes he likes to get you, you know, but he doesn't like subtly, 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 yeah, subtly. Okay, you got I said it, it right. doctor. Yeah. What if Andy Reid ran the he catches Philly a touchdown special? pass? No. What if he ran the <laughs> threw the headset special? off, went all the way in? It would be badass if he ran the Philly special. We've done similar play, but here's here's the play I'm envisioning. Okay. I want to tie in the 23 personnel with an offensive lineman catching a touchdown pass. So we're going to line up in an I formation. Pacheco's the up back. McKinnon's the deep back. All right? Three tight ends on the line of scrimmage. We're big and bulky. Obviously, we're within, we're within the four-yard line. Okay, so probably. this is goal. We're going to pound it this in there, like... right? We're going to pound it in. Play action to Pacheco. Pitch to McKinnon. He rolls out. Big. Creed Humphrey oh, no. slips his defender and rolls to the back of the end zone. Rolls to the back of the end zone. That. You can if we've already if we've already handed off the running back. I don't think Creed Humphrey can be an eligible receiver. It's got to be like a tackle. He's not an eligible receiver. If we've already handed it off to a running back, you don't have to be an eligible receiver anymore. Yeah. Yes, you do. The running back is now the quarterback. He has to throw it forward. You have to be an eligible receiver. Scratch all that from the record. Is that yeah, probably. <laughs> yes, it does sound like yes, that because we're, what is Humphrey? You have to say you're an eligible receiver. Uh, yeah, I mean to be able to throw the ball forward, you have to be able to throw it to an eligible receiver. Chris Jones lines up as a tight end. <laughs> or, uh, uh, Chris Jones lines up as a third tackle as an eligible receiver. There Got we go. And McKinnon in the backfield. We're gonna pitch to McKinnon. He's gonna roll out. Here comes big Chris Jones to the corner of the end zone. Toe tapping, over the shoulder catch, game over. There we go. I like that. Oh, it, it's it's with the game on the line. That's like, a, no, no, because we're winning forty-two to to <laughs> seventeen. That's the last play of the game. So we're we, on defense. We really run it up. We're on, on defense them. then. Because you said Chris Jones. No, Chris Jones is playing offense. Oh, Chris Jones playing <laughs> offense. Jones come over play. Okay, offense. Chris. They got Chris Jones's offense this uh, time. <laughs> okay, can they do that? Actually, can you actually do that, or is that yeah. illegal? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if anybody's coming in from defense, it's going to be Colin Saunders. So you could, you could like, like, like that. Him. That's just up to how you guys practice, or whatever. But you can, you can just whoever's whoever, you know. 
You just, they just got to fill that position. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can play wherever. You can put Patrick Mahomes. In <laughs> or you can be a bucker. Harrison Patrick Buck- Mahomes is fucking... kicker. Wouldn't yeah. that be fucking awesome? Wouldn't that be? <laughs> not with his sprained ankle. That'd be fucking awesome. Not no, right not now. right now, but that would be hilarious. I, but I do believe 100% in my heart of hearts that we will win. And I hope so because I don't want it to be the worst day of my life. It shouldn't be. And with that, let's roll out. Yeah, so, I mean, I think uh, another great, great show. Thanks, everybody, for coming in, stopping in. Super Bowl weekend, once again, it's an exciting and time back. across the country. Yeah. Even if you're I'm not. Gonna, I think I'm going to go watch Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> you're going to go see Machine Gun Kelly? I'm waiting for no, that. Half no. Time show. No, that's I'm not waiting. real. Fuck that dude, and I'm not going to watch that. No. I'm waiting for my girl Riri at halftime. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Who do you All think? Right, well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Who do you think she's going to bring out as a special guest? Uh, Madonna. Bad Bunny. I'm saying Drake. It'd be badass if she did bring he out. He doubled up on his bet with the Bengals game, so that, that makes sense. Yeah, did you see Drake? Yeah, yeah, he doubled up. Yeah, he got, he, got, he got a good winning on that one. Yeah, he bet like 700. No, a million 200. Oh, yeah, a million, a million 200. Okay. I don't know if I love Drake in our corner. Generally, it does not work out. Whatever. Well, he, he was in the Raptors corner when they won their championship. Yeah, and then, and he's then in he was everyone's... and then he was in the Raptors corner for like eight other years where they didn't. But you know, right? He's in everyone's corner. How many times have you seen him in like a North Carolina jump up and then a Duke jump? You know, like he's he just he's a he's a hopper. He helps. He is a hopper. Speaking of which, I think it's time we hop on out of here, fellas. Let's close it out. Go get it on Sunday, Junk. I need to hear you coming in over, like, through my television. I need to be able to pick out your voice. You're there representing for all of us. So get the job done. Let's do this thing. I'm ready, guys. I'm going to do everything I can. Make that place as loud as Arrowhead. I'm super excited, and I'm telling you, we're going to win. Absolutely. All right. That's going to do it. And uh, until next time, thanks for stopping by. Not sure. Take my keys. Yeah, I'm going to go get more drunk. Somebody's going to take my keys. <laughs> That's a wrap. Join the guys next time on...